Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Living with Power Hope podcast. My name is Lena Abujamra, and I'm your host. It's so good to be back with you again. If you've been here before, welcome back. If you're new, welcome once again. Uh, we are here to talk about God and faith and culture and everything in between. Let me tell you a little bit about myself. I run a ministry called Living with Power Ministries. I'm also a, a practicing doctor of, of health uh, physician, and uh, uh, I love talking about God and, and making his word practical. My goal in life is to give biblical truth for everyday life. I've done it in writing. You can find out about the ministry at livingwithpower.org with links to our books and Bible studies that are there for you to enjoy and to grow from. Uh, the podcast has been a great opportunity to do a whole lot of different things from interviewing interesting people to co-hosting with my sister, which hopefully we'll be doing soon. But the most common thing we do is called Dear Lena, where you send me questions about faith, life, and culture, and everything in between, and I try to answer them. We're in a 10-week series called uh, Bread and Butter, and it's because I'm talking about bread and butter of Christianity topics, things that we probably should know but have forgotten or would like condensed in three-point outlines. That's what I do, three-point outlines. And so hopefully you found that the discussions helpful. We're going to shift gears just a bit in the, these last two episodes and talk about the aging process today as it pertains to parents and next week as it pertains to self. And so um, I'll hit that in a second, but again, just great to have you here. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast that way every Thursday, you just get a notification that we've got a new episode dropped and leave us a review if you would, we'd really appreciate it. All right, today's Dear Lena question that was sent to me is this, as my parents are aging, how can I balance my duty to care for them and my own life goals and responsibilities? As my parents are aging, how can I balance my duty to them as well as my own life goals and responsibilities? That is an important question, a question I've actually received multiple times from people over the course of the last year, enough that I finally said, let's talk about it. Interestingly, I am in that season of life where my one parent has died and the other is aging, uh, and aging well by God's grace, but still getting to that age where it needs some more attention. And, and so how do we do that? How do we, what is, you know, my time versus their time, my resources versus their resources? And I want to give you some thoughts about it. And maybe leading up to that, we can just hit up a few Bible verses. Uh, there's a lot of scriptures that talk about older people. I, I'm going to land on one that yeah, maybe a little bit uh, of off the, you know, maybe it's the first thing I thought about when I thought about what scripture sort of talks about that, but just sort of a background on, on Bible uh, verses that talk about aging parents. Um, 1 Timothy 5.8 is not specifically about aging parents, but it says, but if anyone does not provide for his relatives and especially for members of his household, he has denied the faith and is worse than an, than an unbeliever. That's a strong word. I think it's really related to maybe a, a parent to his to the to father, to their family and kids, but it can be applied to any relative. And I think as parents get older and maybe have more needs, that might be applied there. So uh, 1 Timothy 5.4, a lot actually in, in the New Testament and in the Old Testament about widows, and so if a widow has grandchildren, has children or grandchildren, let them first learn to show godliness to their own household and to make some return to their parents for it is pleasing in the sight of God. God writes a lot about how widows should behave and also how we ought to care for widows. And so um, and widows are not always elderly, so I don't think you can jump to that assumption, but just think through some of the scripture about uh, women who have lost their husbands and vice versa. Um, Psalm 71 verse 9 talks about the agony of aging. Do not cast me off in the time of old age. Forsake me not when my strength is spent. Uh, and then maybe another strong admonition in 2 Timothy 3, 1 and 2. But understand this, that in the last days there will come times of difficulty for people, we lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful and unholy. Now, it's interesting because in that setting, you know, you, 
you might say, well, am I supposed to be obedient to, you know, the Ten Commandments, like honor your father and mother? That is not a verse for kindergartners or for elementary school kids. That is a verse for life, like honor your father and mother, which is, you know, it's a commandment with promise, by the way. And so I think some of the, the principles that we'll talk about as it pertains to how to care for aging parents will, will, will kind of have to do with that. But let me sort of back up a second and give you my first of three points in thinking about how I, I believe you should think about aging parents as if you're a by the way this is particularly addressed to christians who are followers of jesus and hold to the word of god and want to live right you don't you know you if you don't hold to that you might not find my um my principles helpful but here's the first there's no one right way to handle the aging of one's parents i think it's important to say that uh, what works for me might not work for you uh, and that, I'm not using that statement as an excuse, but there's really no one right way. Don't let anyone tell you, well, here, here it is. This is the blueprint. If you do this, then you're okay. Uh, it will vary from culture to culture. What is expected in my culture might not be, I'm Lebanese, by the way, might not be expected in your culture if you're Danish. I don't know. I mean, there are different ways that people approach this. Um, for some Christians, aging parents is a chance to make wrongs right. Maybe you grew up in a very difficult relationship with your aging parents. So this might be the, for, for you. So, so it might look different for a person who had a healthy relationship with their parents growing up versus maybe you didn't. And so for some Christians, this season of aging parents might be your chance to make wrong things right. Uh, and then that might not always be the case. Maybe there is a side that doesn't want to make things right. And so again, there are stories that, well, many flavors of stories of pain. And so I don't want to assume that there's a one size fit all. For some Christians, aging parents is an opportunity to forgive. You know, maybe you were wronged by your parents and they won't be there forever. And so perhaps this is an opportunity for you to forgive and to talk about this past woundedness. For some Christians, aging parents is a gift to give back what's been so generously given. Maybe you did grow up with a model where you were given a lot that maybe that's your story. You had a healthy family, you were given a lot. So maybe this is your chance. Unlike, you know, maybe where somebody was wounded and needs to work on forgiveness, maybe for you this is just an opportunity to generously give back. Now, we'll get to in a minute sort of some of the biblical principles, but I think to assume that everybody has, has to do it the same way is a, is a large assumption. And, um, and there are some expectations in, you know, in your home that might vary from, uh, from, from culture to culture and from family to family. So there's no one right way to handle the aging of one's parents. In fact, you can honor your parents in a number of different ways. And so uh, keep that in mind. Uh, and, and I mentioned widows earlier. I mean, it might be different how you, quote unquote, manage or minister, as a better word, to your aging parents if you are, um, if you, if they're, it will be different if it's a one parent who has lost the other versus if it's a couple who's still together, uh, right? Or if it's a single parent who never had a, another person. So the need might be different. Uh, it'll also be different based on uh, healthcare needs. And, uh, you know, even, um, honestly, even this idea of like, do you put, like we have a friend who recently had to put their mother in a nursing home and it was shocking to us in our culture and we couldn't understand it. And still we reflect over it and of course, my mother's greatest fear is she'll be in a nursing home. And of course, we know that. So hopefully that will never be the case. But, but we don't know the circumstances. We know briefly. We think we know. Um, when, you know but so, so I think you know, we have to sort of approach this with this mindset of we don't know all the facts. Don't judge quickly what people are doing with their parents. But, but let's keep going in this, in this concept of how do, you, how do you deal with their aging patient parents. And, and I think by now it's pretty understated that 
that ministering or dealing with the, se the season of life where you're an adult dealing with your aging parents, this is a tough season of life. And so, uh, uh, in fact, that is point number two. There is no easy way to balance the responsibility of your aging, of the aging of one's parents. There's no easy way. Don't, don't be fooled. There's no easy way. Even if you're like, oh, my parents live with me. This is so easy. It is not easy. If you're the person who you have an extra room, maybe you're the person who has an extra house behind your house, right? And they live there and it's, you're in a mansion and there's plenty, even that, like, it's not easy, you know, but, but most people don't have that. That's not real. Like you don't, you know, most people don't have an extra house in their backyard for their parents. And so you might be living in the same house that might make practically travel easier, but that's a whole nother set of of hard, you know, in terms of balancing your own responsibilities. And while they may be, that may be a gift, maybe you can leave down. If your kids are still in age where they need supervision, that might be, you know, you might be mutually beneficial to one another, but still, um, if your distance is an issue, that's a whole nother dynamic. And so I will say, as I've experienced helping minister to aging parents, there is no easy way to balance the responsibility of the aging of one's parents. Besides the practical, transitioning into the season of life is challenging and overwhelming for emotional reasons. What used to be you used to draw strength from your uh, family, now you have to be the one providing strength. And, and I think that shift in dynamic takes sometimes time to happen. And, and at first you might take it as, why aren't they caring for me in a way that I thought they would? And well, it's because they're aging. They're in a different season of life. And I think we need to be aware of that. And so transitioning into the season of life is actually an opportunity to practice dying to self, which is never easy. I Listen, the entire essence of the Christian faith is a, is a discipleship model of dying to self. It is a way of dying. This is a way of life in the Christian life is to die to self. No one said that would be easy. It's hard to say no to self. We've seen that in every conversation in this bread and butter series. And so same goes when you're starting to deal with the managing uh, aging parents. It's, often it will be a dying to self. You might want to take a vacation and can't in this season of life. You might want to move and can't. You might want to change jobs in a bigger city. Now, you might decide that you will. You know, that might, again, there's no one right way to handle the aging of one's parents, okay? But, but it is a thought process that one has to think through. Do, like if you are 50 or 60 and you've got an 80 to 90-year-old parent and you were offered a job in Alaska, there has to be a thought process of do I go or not? And even if you come from a background where you're like, I am, you know, against my family. They were so mean to me when I was young. I do not forgive them, etc. Even that is a thought process of thinking this might be your chance to work on some things and to seek healing and forgiveness. And so transitioning into this season, this season of life will demand, or I, I called it an opportunity to practice dying to yourself. I think that that really is the light of how Jesus would describe it. It's not a it's not a um, it's not a bad thing to die to self. It's an opportunity. As hard as it is, it has fruit born out of it. And transitioning into the season of life can sometimes, or maybe often, make you feel like a failure. Okay, I I I understand that so much because I want to do everything and be everywhere, and it just it's hard because you will inevitably carry some level of guilt, and I think. I think biblically, we need to let that go. Uh, let God, you know, there's a part where you cannot manage everyone's needs all the time. I am a fixer by nature. I'm an ER doctor for a reason because I want every problem fixed now. Well, you cannot fix aging. In fact, the truth is things will only get harder with time. And so often you'll feel like a failure. You'll feel like you haven't given enough. You'll feel like you're not there enough. 
There are times you can't be there. You will take that job outside of the state. You will travel on holidays. You know, all these things that you're now balancing, like understand the transitioning into the season of life will be overwhelming, challenging. Sometimes you will feel like a failure, but here's big point number three. So far we've talked about, there's no one right way to handle it. There's no easy way to balance the responsibility of self versus caring for your parents. But thirdly, there is no graceless way to balance the responsibility of the aging of one's parents. Let me say that again, because even when I read my notes, I was like, what was I trying to say there? Basically, what I'm trying to say is you cannot do it without grace. You cannot do it without grace. There's no graceless way to balance the responsibility of the aging of one's parents. We need God's grace when we feel like we're not doing enough. We need God's grace when we feel like no matter what we're doing, it only gets worse, right? I mean, what's grace when we fail? Sometimes we don't want to show up. Sometimes we are selfish. We don't die to self. Like no one is going to do this right. We need God's grace when we're when we feel like we're not doing it with the right motive. That's the worst is when you do it and deep down you know you're not doing it with the right motive. You show up but you're angry and you're feeling like, why are you taking this opportunity away from me? Well, you need God's grace to cleanse us and forgive us and change us. We need God's grace when we feel like we've blown it. Um, the passage of scripture I meant to talk to you about first uh, before is um, a New Testament passage in Mark chapter 7. I'd probably be in other gospels too, but I like the Mark chapter 7. Um, actually, I don't know if it is in the other gospels. I'm looking here. But basically, um, Jesus was condemning the religious leaders uh, of how they would say one thing and do the other. And, 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 and that passage of scripture, I think, is probably one of the most obvious, and you can talk about some of the cultural dynamics of the Middle East families, you know, the Jewish families had a huge sense of um, duty to one's parents. It continues. You always think about Jewish people with a high sense of duty. The Lebanese tend to be the same way, by the way. And so you might say, well, some of that is cultural. Yeah, maybe, but these are our, our forefathers. I mean, Abraham, you know, eventually was chosen by God. He's our spiritual father in a sense. And so that is, you know, in a sense, you can say, well, that's just Jewish. We don't do that in the United States. But no, the duty to parents is a Christian principle. Uh, again, the Ten Commandments, honor your father and your mother. And one way to honor them is as they age. And so it is important for us to think through, even if you've had a horrible upbringing, how can I honor my parents as they age? And so here he rebukes in Mark chapter 7 the religious leaders for their hypocrisy as it pertained to all things. But, but then he says, you have a fine way of rejecting the commandment of God in order to establish your tradition. For Moses said, honor your father and your mother, and whoever reviles father and mother must surely die. But you say, if a man tells his father or his mother, whatever you would have gained from me, from me is Corbin, that is given to God, then you no longer permit him to do anything for his father and mother, thus making void the word of God by your tradition that you have handed down and many such things you do. And so what he was saying was this example, Corbin was this practice where if you dedicated something, you devoted something to God as a gift, you called that Corbin. And so the, Jesus was rebuking the leaders because they there was a cultural, I guess, there was a spiritual way of, of the Jewish people to care for their parents. And that entails always a financial, you know, Burden. Now, in this era, you might have parents that don't need that. Maybe they have saved enough money. They've been quite successful in their lifetime. So that might not be an issue, finances. But but in that in that time, they would support them financially. But so if they didn't want to support them, but they didn't want to look like they weren't supporting them, they would hypocritically say, oh, I would help my parents, but the money that I would help them, I'm actually calling Corbin. And so it's I'm giving it to God. But they wouldn't give it to God. They would just say that because they didn't want to support their family, their parents. And so the whole point of this is, again, check your hearts. A, there's an assumption in Jesus' words to the religious leaders that it is a good thing to honor your father and mother in every way, financially as they age, uh, emotionally, which I think is a bigger need, physically as they need um, presence and help, and, and, and that will change with time. And so 
we need grace. To, uh, there's no graceless way to balance these things. But let's not be people who say one thing and do the other. Let's be true to God's word. If there is an expectation for us to care for our aging parents, um, let's do it well. And if you have pain in your life related to your aging parents, perhaps this is an invitation for you to say, what are some things within um, your ability to do to try to work towards healing before it's too late? And so uh, there will come a time when dealing with aging parents will no longer be a need for all of us. Eventually, everybody dies unless you pass before your parents, which... Uh, would be a, probably a very hard thing for your parents, but as long as we live a normal, healthy life, you know, whatever is expected of us, the odds are you will outlive your parents. And if that's the case, we will have a, a, a just a season to balance our duties versus our parents. And so, how do you how do you want to look back and remember these days? Uh, let's let's pray for grace. Uh, let's pray for wisdom. And let's also recognize that as hard as it is, uh, it is ultimately a gift for us to honor God by honoring our parents. All right, that's what I got for you today. I hope that this has been helpful. I will be back again next week to finish up the Bread and Butter series. I think I'm gonna maybe do some interviews with Diana soon, I haven't decided. If you um, have a request or a Dear Lena question, send it to me at dearlena at livingwithpower.org. As always, have a blessed day. I'm here. If you want to talk to me, email me. And don't forget to share this podcast with others. I will be back again next week. Have a great Thursday. Find out more about our ministry at livingwithpower.org.